This is Friday, January 14th. This past summer, my family was in the mountains of North Carolina. One of the days, one of my sons organized a long hike down a very tall mountain. The hike led us along steep cliffs and sheer rock faces. It wound through dense trees. At one point, we were shocked that the hiking trail led straight across a large cow pasture filled with curious cows. In the middle of the pasture stood one lone immense tree. It was living, but its shape seemed strange. The major part, the trunk, rose high into the sky, but the branches were amazingly few. They were short and thin. It wasn't until we passed the tree that it all made sense. While the tree was living, the entire interior of the tree and one whole side was missing. No doubt it had been struck by lightning since it was standing alone in the cow pasture, but it didn't die. Instead, half of the tree was missing. Now, I love that metaphor because this is the way our knowledge works. It looks to be very much alive, and it really is. But it's incomplete. Something at the core is missing. Perhaps we see it as we did that tree, and we do not realize that it's flawed and incomplete. That is, until we see it from the backside, the side of faith. Now, here's the Apostle Paul describing this situation from 1 Corinthians chapter 13. For now we see in a mirror dimly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, then I shall know fully, even as I have been fully known. Now faith, hope, and love abide these three, but the greatest of these is love. Yes, these verses come from what is often called the great love chapter. The King James Version renders this first verse like this, we see through a glass dimly. In other words, we don't know it all. We can't even fully see the world we're living in. It's a bit like we're stumbling in the dark, bumping into the furniture as we cross the house in the middle of the night. This is life in our world. We may always be growing in knowledge, but our vision will never be fully clear. You see, in our modern world, we have a deep belief in the power of knowledge and that we can come to know anything and everything. We also trust that knowledge is the way to human salvation. We can solve the ills of society and the challenges that face humanity if we only learn more, if we only knew more. Now, it is true that learning and science have done much to improve life. Medical discoveries have extended lifespans and cured dreaded diseases. But it's also true that there are limits. Human beings cannot live forever in our world as we know it. And also there are problems that lay beyond the realm of our solutions and answers. For example, we know that our world could not emerge from nothing. It had to have a source. There had to be a cause that got our world going. Much of science accepts the Big Bang Theory, for example, to explain the process behind the appearance of our universe. But we cannot see beyond the veil. We cannot, through our knowledge, see who caused the Big Bang, if that's how it happened, who got our world started. 
We cannot, through our knowledge, pierce that darkness. You see, we see dimly as through a glass. The light is dim enough that some will say light even does not exist. They may deny that God exists. There's enough evidence that we propose faith in God, but not enough to prove his existence. As we have said, we are like Macbeth in Shakespeare's play, trying to prove that Shakespeare, the writer, exists. Now we know that he must, or there'd be no story, and we would not have the life that we know. But we cannot get to him. Whatever Macbeth knows about the story he's living in, he cannot know it all, nor can we. We have the tree, as we saw that day in the cow pasture. We get a good look at it, and we see that it's hollowed out. It's alive but incomplete, and this is the world we live in. And this is why, at the same time, knowledge is powerful, and it also falls short of what we desire to, to understand, the meaning of life, and to know God. Here's Psalm 19. The heavens declare the glory of God. The sky above proclaims His handiwork. Day to day pours out speech, and night to night reveals knowledge. There is no speech, nor are there words whose voice is not heard. Their voice goes out through all the earth, and their words to the end of the world. That's Psalm 19, 1-4. We're being serenaded by the birds. Yes, the starry skies point to a designer, a creator. But notice this speech pours out. The picture is of immense amount of water flooding out like from a mighty river. Night after night, there's more and more information. It's gushing. An overwhelming waterfall of information never coming to an end. Actually, the message is just that there's too much. Yes, the more we know, the more we don't know. And one answer leads to three more questions. And we're not reaching the end of the journey. But our problem isn't that we don't have enough data. We have more than enough. But we still lack the answer to the problem of meaning. This is something we need to come see, to see. It's not because we don't know enough that we don't know the meaning of it all. Actually, the immense amount of data may get in the way. This is how the teacher of Ecclesiastes comes to his conclusion. He's gathered all the data but has come no closer to the answer. And that is why it is wearying to him. You just cannot get there through knowledge. But the good news is that the Apostle Paul says that a day will come when the fog will lift. Now we know in part, but when that day comes, we will come face to face with the God who made us and everything will be clear. That's why Jesus came to reveal God through his love. And this is why this teaching comes at the end of the love chapter. It is love that shows us God and shows us the way to God, or better put, shows us the way God has come to us. That Jesus has brought life and love to light in all that he's done. Let's pray together. Loving God, your word says that you extend your love to thousands upon thousands, not because people are deserving, but it's because you are love. Pour out your love into our lives in Jesus so that we will have joy in confidence and confidence in the days you provide to us. We pray in the name of Jesus. 
Amen.